Welcome back to the Compound Podcast. This is episode 108. Eight for me. My number. Your audio is horrible. My audio is really bad. I want to apologize to everyone. Uh, my microphone is in my suitcase, which is at Wrigley, along with my computer charger. Big mess. Big mess. Post-game recording, big mess. Why did something big happen that? Like, yeah, why? Distracted? Can you tell us why you didn't grab your bag from Wrigley? Listen, big news for me. Big news for me. I got engaged on Sunday evening. Thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone. Thank you, thank you to all the listeners for a lot of nice messages. On oh, were they media. nice? Were they nice messages? They were nice messages. They were nice messages. There was a lot of sexual harassment messages. Listen, a lot of comments about my behind, which is a little <laughs> aggressive. Hey, comes to the territory, man. A little aggressive, but technically those are nice as well. There were some like creepy ones where I was like, "That's kind of weird." A little far, far, <laughs> some might say, but some very nice messages. Very nice. Uh, got to the ballpark today. A lot of people said nice things. Said congratulations. A lot of fans. Nice congratulations, which was great. But in what had happened was, I Julie actually drove my car up to Milwaukee to meet me there because we flew in. And then I had someone drive the car back because I had this whole thing planned and my bag and we did swap bags in the car. And so my bag ended up at Wrigley and it was a big mess. But we're doing the pod and I have bad audio is kind of the moral of the story here. Good lighting. It's worth it. It's worth it though. Yeah, worth it. My audio is not worse than Tom's. Can we hear the story of the proposal? We had a couple people in the office asking about it. Uh, sure. I'll tell the story. So we were in Milwaukee, of course, game finished up car service back to Chicago and then, um, went straight to a art gallery, had this art gallery opened on Sunday night for us. And I framed, um, a couple of our notes that we had written to each other throughout the years. One was specifically from, from the Iowa time from 19. <laughs> you and, definitely needed a note at that point too. Yeah. You, you needed, needed some talking to. And uh, and a couple of rocks that we found on our trip to France. One was like a heart-shaped rock that we found. Um, so I had that all framed. And it was kind of like the last part of the gallery. So like we walked all the way around. And then once we got there, she knew what was going on. Um, and I proposed. Then we went to uh, Bouvette's, which is a wonderful um, steakhouse here in Chicago. I thought and, you were going. I thought you were going mm-hmm. somewhere else. Nope. I thought you were going to Nobu. We and then we got a. I got a suite at Nobu for the night. We stayed at Nobu. Which oh, was a great time. Got it. It's a great time. Got a little it. construction eight a.m. in the morning from old Nobu, which was not great the next day. But um, yeah, it was really a wonderful, wonderful time. A little spa day the next day on the off day, which was great. See, I said you should have laid the groundwork right away and been like, "Honey, got you the ring. I'm gonna go play thirty six today. It's an off day. I'm going yeah. golf." You know, the one nice thing about Chicago right now is that we have not had any days above 50 degrees. I saw something today that yeah, we've yeah. had one sunny day out of the last 43 days. 43 <laughs> days, one day. That's sunny. insane. What? That's Dude. actually like apocalypse type stuff. Like, how is that possible? We have played in some of the worst weather, and today was no exception. We played today in what was 44 feels like 35 with 25 mile an hour 
nonstop wind. It wasn't gusts. This was a nonstop 25 mile an hour breeze with freezing rain the entire game. It was horrible. I saw that. I saw Keegan hit back to back guys, and then like Tim Anderson wasn't happy. He's like, my bad. Like, do you see the weather? Like, I promise you, it's not on purpose. No, yeah, it was was dangerous out there. I got, I got real beef with the whole feels like temperature thing. What do you mean it feels like? Give me like, like, why wouldn't that be the temperature? Right, it feels like forty three or three. Good point. That's no, it's either forty four or it feels like it's thirty four, which means it's thirty four fucking degrees. Look at you. Look at you thinking. I know it has to do with like the wind and all that, but like, no, don't tell me oh, that. Oh, okay. So the wind is making it colder. Yep. Facts. To me, the wind chill temperature is the temperature. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Like, I'm yeah, not looking at if it wasn't windy and if it wasn't cloudy and the sun was out, it'd be 75, but it's not. So it <laughs> feels like it's 43, but it's not 43 either. So it's up to you to decide what it is. Playing in Chicago, I'm looking at the wind chill every single time because that number is 10 degrees colder than whatever the actual temperature is. Just dumb. Jay hit a ball, Jay hit a ball like 103 and a half today, dead central. Thanks they were coming, coming in on. Yeah, coming. thanks for coming. Do you want to talk about the new balls? Are there new balls? Yeah, they're dead balls. Good. We were in Atlanta. Just the way I like them. We were in Atlanta. I watched some guys hit some balls, 107, 109, a couple of 109s, 105s, outs, all outs. And it's Ouch. and it flies there. 109, dead central. Did you guys see what Chris Bassett said last week or two weeks ago? Yeah. He got on that. I just feel – Why don't you, you know, tell the people what he said? Tell the people what he said. So I don't know – like word for word or verbatim, but he was kind of saying like every time you touch a, a baseball, it has a different feel to it. Like not just like some's rubbed up a little bit more than the other. He was saying one soft, one is really hard. The other one's okay. But I, I'm going to take, I'm going to trust him just for the sole fact that he throws that for a living kind of thing where it's like, Hey, he knows what a consistent ball feels like. And especially after what they it um, got in trouble with last year when they said like the big games had the juice balls and the other, and the another the, the regular games had the dead balls. Like I would have never ever have batted an eye. Like oh, you guys are you guys are drunk. Like they're not they're not switching balls up. It's Major League Baseball. It's not going to happen. Tom, uh, I have the quote in front of me. This is from Bassett. This was after he went six scoreless innings and gave up just two hits. So it wasn't like he got rocked. I respect he said that. the baseballs are all different. The first inning, they're decent. The third inning, they're bad. The fourth inning, they're okay. The fifth inning, they're bad again. Then we have different climates. Everything is different. There's no common ground with the balls. There's nothing the same. Outing to outing, they're bad, and MLB doesn't care. I get the – there's different – there's definitely different, like, depending on how they're rubbed up. But if, like, one ball's like, softer than another, like, that is quite a big difference for a pitcher. And, like, the rubbed up, like, there, there's one ball, like, you'll get, and it's rubbed up real nice. And then sometimes you'll get just, like, a brand-new ball, and that thing is impossible to throw. I do. I think the I think the new humidors in all the parks have a lot to do with it. And I think that it's, like, no one tested the humidors to see, like, all right, what what's the perfect temperature for every park? Like, so now you have a set – 
number or a set humidor rating for each of these parks and you have no clue how the balls are going to react. So like I read something about in Oakland, like the balls are traveling 20 feet shorter. It's like 20 feet. That's the difference between a Homer and like a dude camped. Yeah. Camped. And then you're making, you know, all these guys that are hitting rock. I was talking to one of the guys from the Brewers and he's like, dude, I've hit 105, hit a 108 ball in Baltimore as an out. I hit 105 balls. I probably hit like five balls that I thought were clipped, like I'm standing up on and they're outs. And it's just like, these are dudes' careers. And there's confidence there that goes along with like clipping a guy and hitting 270 versus like getting out five times and hitting 210 early in the season. That can really mess you up. I, I think it stinks. And I'm like, obviously I'm a hitter and I like balls that are just going to say. Like balls that are pebbles, but offense is down across the board. Like you look up and you see dudes slugging 380 that usually slug 490, and you're like, oh. See, my thing with numbers are down. It's been a month. You're you even said you haven't played in a sunny day. Like, but they're have, comparing, let's have a bigger sample size. They're comparing April to April. You sound like a front office guy with the sample no, size. I'm Get that word out of your mouth. Hey, 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 I'm trying to see a fair game here. See, but exactly like devil's advocate, like if they were juice balls, you guys would have no complaints. But they're they're comparing. My thing is they're comparing April to April, and numbers are very much down. Right, I get that there's going to be last year a lot of there was better weather. What if they're comparing five Aprils, including eighteen, where we know the balls were dead, and still the home run rates are down, slugging percentage is down. I'm just saying, I think it's not good for baseball. I think. You want to limit strikeouts? You want the ball in play? You want pace to play? You want action? Cool. Fans love homers. I can tell you, when a guy hits a homer at Wrigley Field, that place is fucking jumping. When you have back-to-back singles and a guy flies out to the wall, not so jumping. Not so jumping. I mean, you're a hitter. It's, it's impossible for you to make this argument and not sound biased. Like. That's true. You, That's you true. want it to be easier to hit home runs. Of course. I want it to be I easier to strike pebbles. you out. Give me stick, and then we can have juice balls. Deal? Deal. You got a hey, – the uh, the pelican rosin is sticky. Oh, my God. It's fantastic. I yeah. love it. It's a yeah. great compromise, I'd say, because yeah. I literally, like, picked that up the other day. And I was like, this is damn near, like – But sticky. how would you know? How would you know? Because I've used stick before. You thought you said you've never used it. You don't cheat the game. I mean, I dare you to find me a picture that says they've never used it once. They yeah, lie. Al Hendricks. Lying. I guarantee he's tried it. 100%. <laughs> maybe in a bullpen, maybe not in a game, but I guarantee every single pitcher has used stick at some point. Like, even playing catch. Like, I mean, you know, maybe not now, but in the past. We asked the circumstances in which you used it? Um, Back before it was outlawed, I used it, yes. Can confirm. I know where he kept, but I swear to you, I promise I literally don't use it anymore. And it was like, I'm not a high spinner, I guess. So it wasn't even that big of an adjustment for me. It's literally just the days where it's a hundred and you're sweating your balls off that you can't really grip the ball. Zach, you wanted to yell about something this week. Would you like to start yelling about it? Yeah. The pitch clock, whatever I said last week or two weeks ago, flip it. I am the biggest advocate of the pitch clock. Listen, I listen. Listen. Can I just say before you get into it? No, 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 no. Before I you get into it, shooter. I would like to say 
I don't respect your take, and I'm completely and totally against you. Go ahead. Okay. So anyway, like I was saying, yeah, there are kinks to be worked out. 14 seconds and the hitter has to be looking up at nine. Asinine. Really dumb. The whole step off, you can only step off X amount of times, really dumb. Can only call time a few times, really dumb. But when I look up and it feels like I just got to the field and it's the bottom of the seventh inning, Ian, it is the greatest thing in the world. Like I pr- Listen, I promise you, once the kinks get worked out, kinks get worked out, guys aren't flipping out over a strike because you weren't looking up that – nine seconds exactly i'm telling you i i have a hard time listen you know me i love baseball more than anybody i can watch any baseball game watching two primetime teams the other night on on sunday night baseball on the bus was hard to watch because of how slow it took it we have like 15 seconds in between pitches 14 seconds it was like 30 to 35 seconds in between every pitch nobody on nobody out 2-1 2-1 count, 3-1 count, 3-0 count. What are we doing? You can I ask you a question? Pitch, you have the pitch comp thing, too. Can I ask you a question? Is, is this going to be your Tiger Woods thing? No. That's a good – I should bring that up now. <laughs> Do you think – I'll admit a faster-paced game probably helps the viewership on TV. Do you think that a faster paced game at all hurts the person who's driving an hour to get to the ballpark, parking, getting a hot dog, getting a jersey, sitting down, and the game's over in two hours, two hours, 15 minutes, two and a half hours? Do you think it do you think it affects that person's no. I saw that on the Twitter thread that somebody no, no, was no, like, no, 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 no. I spent my whole day to come to the ballpark and do this, and the game was over in two hours and fifteen minutes. No, and it wouldn't happen in the big leagues that quick. Like, if you're under three hours in the big leagues, you feel like you played a three-inning game. That right? is true. That is true. So, like, we're playing two and a half hours, which is, like, the new three hours for the big – like, two and a half hours, like, oh, man, pretty on par, like, pretty good game. Like, we won a game 14 nothing last week, and it was under two and a half hours. Can you tell me how – all right. Say I – was thinking today before the game, I was like, I could really use a pitch clock today because it's cold as fuck. And I don't really Great. Be out here dying. But tell me how you fix. You've been punched out without yeah. swinging yep. and missing. Yep. Yes, sucked. How do you fix that? I think a few more seconds would be huge. And it's like, I don't think. So again, like what I said when we were talking about it, the whole aftermath of what happens when somebody gets punched or a baller is called because there's going to be an argument there's not just going to be like a seamless like oh you're right my bad it's not going to happen which i think if we if you could somehow roll into it like hey sorry man or we're not going to have a huge ordeal here and i think if you added a few more seconds it would really be beneficial i'm telling like again 14 seconds you have and the hitter has to be looking at nine stupid I think do you think really a warning bad. do you think a warning no. helps that do you yeah. think like yes but again 
that that's going to take a few seconds to but like, call also, hey, that's a warning like is that but i don't even think there should be a warning like if it's a rule it's a rule right like, you I mean, don't even, there shouldn't even be a warning it's like but the know. question is should it be a rule should you get penalized for not looking should you get penalized I, for taking too much time my point in our group chat the other day was if you put a shot clock on tiger woods at augusta what are you doing? If you put a shot clock on the best call, golf takes forever. If you put a shot clock on these guys as they're trying to read a green or make There a is a shot out. clock. What do you mean? There is a clock for a reason. You could be put on the clock and be disqualified. Yeah, but the, my, my thing is you're in the, say you're in the World Series and you got a guy on first, good runner on first, whoever it may be, and you pick over twice and all of a sudden it's like, oh, that's a, over yeah, again. I think like I think that's the shit up. where I'm like, that's like, no, no, no. this is a big that's moment. What, like, what if I need to step off and compose myself? Right. So again, everything doesn't have to be fixed right now, but yeah. I think in between pitches, that needs to get cleaned up. I mean, there's guys taking like, again, I understand it's a job. It is your livelihood. You are making your family, your generations set after. Like, it's a game. I understand, but when you are sitting there. 3-0 count, you know a heater's coming. It's not a big spot in the game. And you're taking close to 40, 35, 40 seconds to get the next pitch with the pitch calm. I mean, I don't care what how far you drove for the game. You're not having a good time. I don't disagree with you there. Yes, Tom? Uh, I sent you guys a thread from Tucker Davidson, who's a pitcher who had a, a, some interesting thoughts. Wait, when 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 did that come out? Did that come out like two weeks ago? Uh, that came out four days ago. Tucker wrote that thread on Twitter. Um, one of the things, Zach, he basically kind of echoed a lot of your points, honestly. He says he thinks it's pretty good, but it needs to be tweaked. He mentioned maybe moving it from 14 to 17 to 18 seconds, the pitch clock, something like that, a couple extra seconds. The one thing I want to call your guys' attention to, uh, and I think this may be a question for Dakota since he's the only pitcher here. One thing he talks about is that he misses the clock determining the pace and outcome. He says, this is in the NFL. If I want to check on the runner three times a second and make the hitter call time, I, he feels like he should get to do that. He says that's psychological warfare. I think that's the exact reason the pitch clock is being instituted is because if you go back and look at games in the 90s, the 80s, whenever, guys were not checking on runners three times. Obviously, they were taking a hold of runners. They were holding them on, but they weren't purposely trying to distract the hitters by just making them feel uncomfortable. I understand I'm not a professional pitcher. I'm not a professional hitter. I understand making a hitter feel uncomfortable is part of the job, but I feel like the stuff where you're just purposely looking over at a runner to try to make the hitter uncomfortable – is the kind of stuff the pitch clock could hopefully maybe eliminate. And that's the stuff that could speed up games. Obviously there's stuff that needs to be worked out with it, but I thought that was a point that he made where he said he feels like he should be able to do that. Where I personally, as a fan, again, I don't have the expertise you guys do. That's why I'm asking you. Uh, that's why I feel like the pitch clock is there for to try to get that stuff out of the game. And right. Do you remember back to like what you said back in the day, but I mean, I'm going back a few years, but like the world series and playoffs in 2017, when, guys were on edge in 2019 about the whole cheating thing. Like there was a, a mound visit anytime there was any sort of like discrepancy with. Yeah. That's why I put that rule. Right. Right. Again. So like we were thinking nothing of it besides the fact like after the game, it's like, Holy fuck, that was a five hour playoff game. That's ridiculous. And then the next year they implemented the mound visit rule. And again, we're like, 
holy shit, could you imagine going back and the guy wants a slider instead of a curveball and you're calling time and going to the mound? Dakota, can you answer the question about that Tom just asked about stepping off and holding runners and stuff? I I don't think you should be able to control how many times you can pick off or how long. Like once I come set, if I want to hold and then pitch, like that's the thing where I have an issue is like with base runners, like you guys know, running the bases, like I can quick pitch, I can hold, I can go like wait two seconds throw, I can wait six seconds and go. But like with the clock, it's like, oh, like I can only hold for so long. So you literally can get a perfect jump. Say you see the clock out of one eye and you see me, clock's at one you can go if I've already picked over twice like you're gone because it's like I can't pick over again and that's what I think I think that'll get axed it can't happen like that is that's stupid. my only thing like that changes the way we pitch like yeah. I understand in between pitches 100 like you don't need to walk around the mound grab the rosin kick your cleats off like I get that speed that I'm up telling like, you, like Dakota the guy on yes like Dakota you'll see when you get to Iowa and you're playing a few games and you notice how quickly it is and then you happen to watch a game, it's mm-hmm. like – it is completely different. Like completely yeah. different. No, and like I said, I'm good with – I'm all good with like speeding it up. It's just the the changing the way you like pitch right. is, is what I don't like. Like you, you give base runners an advantage, and I get they want to give base runners an advantage to get more action and all that, but like I feel like it's just a little too much right now. Yeah. Can I ask you, so he mentioned specifically setting, holding, and looking at that runner for like a, a third or fourth time. What is the advantage to the pitcher in that situation? I, I think your point's a really fair one about yeah. if pitch clock's at one, obviously the hitter knows and the pitcher know, and the runners know that you're going to throw. But I do think there's a point where if a pitcher's just setting and looking at runners just to try to fuck with the hitter – that seems like where we're wasting time, and that's like the stuff we should try to legislate out of the game. No, See, I don't do it. I don't do it yeah. to mess with the hitter. I do it yeah. like to slow the runner. Like yeah. I, I, I agree. Like you don't need to look like four times, but like if I'm just holding and there's a guy at first, I'm just sitting there holding it, holding it. Like the runner, like you two know, running the bases, like you can't time me up, with, so you can't get as good of a jump. Yeah, that's you the get, like I antsy. Yeah, you get antsy feet. You might tip your hand. You're gonna. You're not gonna get a good jump because you're standing there you're like i have no idea if he's gonna pick off or go i've been standing here for 20 seconds the biggest example of that would be john lester he literally mixed and matched his times to mess with the runner because he couldn't pick off because he had the yips right but like that's something that he wouldn't have been able to do like he wouldn't be able to hold pitch anymore which i I just feel like for some guys like you need to be able to hold as long as you need to be able to hold because like if you got uh uh trey turner at first base like i need to mix up my times and if i gotta hold it for six seconds so he's sitting over there and doesn't know when to go like that's my only thing but i yeah i didn't do it like to mess with the hitter as much it's literally more for the uh, runner there's some guys that are in the you know one four range with their time from to the catcher and those dudes that's very slow for people at home yeah that's like one three one four is like right on the brink of like if he's a five or a six, like I can probably get him. If he's a three or a four, it's going to be tough. And so those are the guys that rely on being a set go and then a set hold, hold, go. Like the guys that fall into a rhythm are the dudes that have bags swiped on them. And you know, that that's that's a big part of the game that I guess isn't appreciated on TV. Yeah, and like, like you said, exactly. Like people don't realize like – 
there's still, I mean, there are a ton of guys I feel like that are so one five, one six, like in the big leagues. And that's just like how they pitch because they mix up their time so well that it's hard for runners to get a good read. Yeah. And like, that's a huge part of the game. Like it's a huge part of like, if I'm on first base, you're getting the times every pitch, every pitch. If I'm on first base and I take second with one out, like it completely changes that dynamic of that guy's at bat, how he's going to be pitched, how uh, the pitcher is, is feeling about the situation with the base open versus like a double play situation where he can still throw his ground ball stuff. Like those, there's a lot of little things that go into that. That's we that's my, need go ahead, go ahead. real quick. Let me finish this point off. That's my only thing. Like I said, the whole time, like just don't change the way the game's played. Like I get speeding it up, but you're changing the way baseball is played from a pitcher's perspective. Can I make a suggestion really quick? Yes. This suggestion is brought to you by tops. It's brought to you by tops NFTs. Okay. And the suggestion is only penalize the pitchers. It sounds about right. For for that sounds about box. right. There's something you, going on. We gotta, it, we gotta speed the game up. That's fine. Penalize the pitchers, not the hitters. I'm gonna come at you as soon as you're done with this. Go. Brought to you by Tops. Tops 2022 Tops Series One Baseball NFT Collection coming soon to TopsNFTs.com. That is Tops Two Piece NFTs.com to celebrate the start of the 2022 season. Showcase your favorite players and teams with this fan favorite set featuring both digitally reimagined Topps Baseball Series collectibles as well as NFT exclusive designs. This is exciting stuff that is at TopsNFTs.com. Coming soon, coming soon, coming soon. Do you have anything else to say about Topps NFTs? I love them. We, yeah, we love them. Des Dakota says we love them. I think they actually came out last Thursday was the first one, uh, was the first like pack. So go to topsnfts.com right now. And if you want to get them, it's four simple steps to register, to log in, and then to buy them. So go to topsnfts.com right now. And you guys, as you mentioned, you got the MLB Chrome, Generation Now, Ultra Short Print, Team Cube 2.0, and the special 1987 35th anniversary motion set. So you got all that right now on topsnfts.com. I also heard that Tops is in favor of penalizing the pitchers and not the hitters. Zach, <laughs> am I the only one that NFT talk is just gibberish to? I have, like, Tom was saying stuff. I'm like, English? I don't, I don't know what that is. I'm actually sneaky, uh, sneaky doing a little NFT thing when we go to New York in, in uh, a couple of weeks. I'm an NFT guy. Me, NFT guy. Imagine, I mean, not this guy. Can I also say little, uh, little cool thing that happened for me? Uh, did a did, a little com- did did that did a little commercial shoot in uh, in Oops. Arizona right before the end of spring training, and it, it I think it played during the game today. Me and Boo did a little uh, little commercial basically. for what? For a car shield. No free ads. No free ads. They've already paid me. But no free ads. But I mean, that's not free though. If they paid you. Um. Then- I'm not but, seeing that money coming back to the compound, so I don't. Yeah, want to yeah, it's it. not coming back to you. Me and Boog did it. Pretty cool. Uh-huh. Oh, I saw. I saw a good friend Anthony Iaposi today. Oh, tell us about that. Yeah, we. Uh, so he is a coordinator with the Red Sox now. And we're playing the Worcester Red Sox this week, and we got rained out and kind of um, ran into each other. I completely. I didn't know that he was going to be here, obviously. Um, and my hitting coach was just like. Yo, he's like, I just talked to Post. And I was like, 
like, Anthony Iaposi? I was like, how the hell do you know him? And he's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And I went and talked to him for like a half hour. He's just a beauty. He's, I know he listens, so I'm not just saying this, but he's, he's a beauty who I've never even had the luxury of having him as a coach, but beauty. He, he never coordinated you? He never coordinated you? No, he left and then came back to you guys. Yeah. What a guy. He is a beauty. Good people. He sent me he sent me a congratulations text, which was not actually congratulations. It yes. was just it was just a gif. Oh well he said uh he was a little upset that he found it out via Twitter. Can't tell everybody, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, hey man, I hear you. I hear you. We had a you, we had you a, tried a, to not tell Zach. Yeah, True. that's a good point. True. We had a great uh post and I had a great phone call during spring training. He is an absolute beauty. Um do you want to tell us about the about the Go Tigers? Yeah, the Go Tigers got rained out today. What's going on in Go Tigers land? What's going on? What's going on with you? Are you raking? Uh, I actually am. I am. I am hitting very well right now. Yeah, you are. Zach's got like a, a 969 OPS right now, and nice. last week had seven RBIs in a game. Guy's raking. It's seven RBIs in one game. Yeah, I hit a grand slam and another two run homer. And a sack fly. I got juice balls down here. Wait, can I ask a question? Seriously, are the balls in AAA still hot? I don't know. I have no idea. Do they feel hot, or do they just feel I like, have, like I only have four. I only have four homers. So I think they're dead. I think they're just normal. I think the AAA balls are just like what. They I mean, I, li- I I literally couldn't tell you. <laughs> kind of nasty, huh? I feel good. I feel really good. I love that. You're beating Hap in uh, the home run race right now. Tough to hit homers right now in the show. They're really he's not dead. in the bustle. He's not in the bustle league, man. Shout out to bustle league, Tom. Tom. Hey, if, if he doesn't like it, he can come down to AAA and hit some homers for Iowa. They need some hitters. Yeah, we don't want to go a place where there's no batters. I. I'll cry more about it. I mean, Jack, it's you're nasty, real. huh? Not real. Can getting on base, hitting lasers, ten dubs, four homers. Like a couple yeah. of bags, you know, five bags, bags is because the pitch clock. He ain't fast. I, you, it's impossible to notice that on the bases. Did you send? Uh, you send AJ a little text. Say, hey, he ain't making out. No, they have this guy. I forgot his first name. I don't know how to pronounce it or his last name. Like Bay Bays or something. Hundred and like forty million dollars shortstop. I uh, Javier. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, James. he's playing, yeah, he's playing short. James, um, James, Javier Bays. Yeah, they signed him in the offseason. Pretty good prospect, they said. Um, he's a prospect. Yeah, he's up and coming. Yeah, cool orange so, cleats he wears. I saw Mickey hit his first somewhere. Yeah, dude. In Dodger Stadium. So sick. Hanging slider. Two strikes. Just, <gasps> scissor. You're a dork. How many times did you watch that video, Zach? What, of Miggy's? Yeah. I actually, I only saw it on the bus briefly and then. Went back to our 10-hour, 11-hour bus ride in the bus league. Stop calling it the bus league. It's awesome. I'm dreaming of I'm dreaming of being in the bus league right now. It's great. It's awesome. We had two sleep, three sleeper buses. It was fantastic. I slept the whole way. I I pointed this out before the podcast today that I said this to Zach that I've never heard him say the bus league until about two weeks ago. And now that's all he says to describe where he's got. I truly forgot who started saying it and I just loved it. That is fantastic. Sometimes, 
I like I like three A, but uh, I like three A too. Triple ball, triple ball is a good triple one. Triple ball. Dylan Maples would call it high triple yeah. ball. What would he say? High triple ball. <laughs> like it's the high three A. That's great. Triple ball's fun. It's more fun than Arizona. So Dakota, when are, when are you getting out of there? Uh, I face hitters tomorrow. For the first time. First time since September. Whoa. Nervous? No. What do you mean, no? Why would I be nervous? It's a live BP. Excited? Anything? I'm excited. I don't know. You're kind of afraid. No, it's, I mean, it's a live BP. They're either going to hit it or they aren't. You know what I would like to talk about really quick is our friend, friend of the pod, Anthony Rizzo, leading the league in homers casually. Yeah, he's got the short porch. He's cheating. Tom, how do you, how do you, how do they like Riz in New York, huh? Big fans over there? A lot of big Rizzo fans right now. A lot of big Rizzo fans. He had the three homers that were all kind of short porch products. I think the longest was 376. And it's like yeah. he hit about, I mean, I'm sure he talked to you about this, Ian. And he mentioned it, I think, when he came on. He had about 10,000 homers last year. They were about 20 feet foul. And it seems like he's kind of straightened those out. And that's it's a lot of fun right now. The Yankees have won, I believe, uh, 11 in a row. Ten in a row, a lot of you know. When you win this many in a row, you start to lose counts. It's weird. I forgot. I forgot they handed out trophies in May. Ooh, yeah, man, it's cool. Makes a good must, point. He makes a good point. Missed that one in the new CBA contract. Bacon, uh, uh, also, did Aaron Judge make the best move ever betting on himself? I mean, he's hitting three hundred with eight homers. He's got a. He's nasty. He's got a one oh oh two OPS. Is that good? I don't know. He's nasty. He's gonna. I mean. He puts together two back-to-back seasons, like full seasons. He's going to get paid. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy and Jake texted me maybe two weeks ago, right before the Yankees got hot. And they were like, Man, I, really like I really like watching Riz play. It was like right before Riz got hot too, like hot, hot. And I was like, listen, the, the Yanks were scuffling a little bit. And I was like, he's going to have that team roll and come June. Like, yeah, the, and – I timed it up so perfect. Now they got ten in a row. I look like a genius. Is uh, what's it going? Is Lemayhu playing every game, Tom? Yeah, right now okay. uh, Donaldson's kind of the like little bit of the odd man out because Glaber's been playing pretty well. So Donaldson's DHing, and they're putting uh, Stan just made a huge catch and then right. So Hicks is kind of not playing, and they're putting Donaldson at DH and Lemayhu was a- third. That was Wait. a good catch, but people blew it up like it was like a George Springer, Kevin Plart. Like that was like a like nice catch. Like listen, job. like it listen, wasn't. You have to crazy. understand that Giancarlo Stanton has been wrapped in bubble wrap since 2018. He has not played the outfield, yeah. and so the fact that he's able to make any catch that's like above average, Yankee fans are going to lose their mind on. That's because- fair. But I was going to say, I was like, he was literally just like at the wall and jumped up and caught it. I was like, nice, like good catch. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much. They it was showed. a good. It was a good play. Don't get me wrong, but people were like, "Oh my god, did you see this Stanton play?" I'm like, I mean, I've seen Kevin Pillar and George Springer do like incredible plays out there. They showed yeah, somersaults and catch balls out there. Yeah, I've they showed Jordan Montgomery's happy. reaction to it, and Jordan Montgomery was like excited, but it wasn't like he was like losing his mind. I mean, we knew it was a good play. Yeah. But it wasn't like yeah. I mean, that's that's an everyday play for Ian Happ. Good point. The Yankees have a nice lineup where they can. They can get some guys some rest days by DHing, and they could sit like like they literally have like 
Josh Donaldson will just be on the bench or like DJ LeMahieu. I swear it was like Sunday night baseball. He like didn't start. I was like, yeah, like just, just one of the best hitters in the league, probably like from the right side. And, you know, let's yeah. on the bench. Riz was leading the league in homers and got like a Sunday off day the other day. It's just like, do you text him and say you're getting old? You're getting need the off day. Yeah, said you're soft. Riz strikes me as a guy that's trying to play 162. I don't think he's ever done it, but he does. Like he's always like a 155 guy. How many? As have long you as missed? he doesn't have a 10 day DL stint for his back. How many have you missed so far? I have not played in one game. That's because you were hurt, though, right? That was the game after my knee ball. Damn it. But I haven't started every game. I haven't come off the bench a couple times. Well, road to 161. No, 161. Oh, you haven't started every game? Ah, ah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You're just playing. Zach, there you... is a game started and a game's played. Well, I wanted you to break Cal's record. I was thinking about it. I was just really play now until you retire. It's not. It's no problem. What were you going to say, Dakota? There you said my name. I said, have you sat a game yet? Uh, no, just DH a few. Oops. That a baby. They got to get Nasty. the kid in the lineup when you're swinging it like that, son. You need a haircut, though. That shit looking long. Long, dude. You a bum. I, don't know I, I don't mean, know we all I'm know doing. once Zach needs a haircut, though, it's going to be a five-day process finding the right barber. I, t- I literally was going to say, I don't know about any barbers out here. Man, what a conundrum. What, what, Can I tell a little barber's word choice by me? That came out of nowhere. Wow. I did. In Atlanta, I had to get a haircut before – the engagement, right? So I went and found a barber in Atlanta that was actually right next to the ballpark there. It's like they have the ballpark village type of deal there. And I went, got a haircut, and then walked myself into the stadium in Atlanta. Nice. I thought that was going to be a better story. I thought Zach was going to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe you did that random barber. Well, you look great. Hey, thanks. Um. And this is a complete joke, but uh, did Steele try to steal your engagement celebration? Steele trying to steal. I see what you did, though. Play on words. I was going to ask you about that. I mean, no pun intended. On it for sure. Steele did. Steele uh, texted me, and he was like, "Congrats! I'm proposing in two hours." And I was <laughs> like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, uh, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, but they. It was. Uh, it was cool to see the way that he did it and the way that I did it. And like, he picked a really cool spot down by the river. They are fantastic. Him and his fiance. Libby. And I'm very happy for them. How, uh, how nervous were you? On a scale of one to like, shit, no. One to a million. I wasn't, I honestly, I was nervous when I first walked into the art gallery. Cause I was like, all right, how's this going to go where we don't like, completely blow it up and give it away. But when I realized that she had actually no idea what was happening, I was like, this is going to be great because she's clueless. How, and it was more how could she be that clueless? Like, yeah, let's just go to this art gallery. And weren't you in Milwaukee? Or were you in I've been setting it up. I, well, we, we were back in Chicago. We drove back to Chicago, but I've been setting it up for months. Like I've been point, I little things. I was like, we're going to go to this art gallery because they want to have through my eyes pieces here. And like, we're going to do uh, the photographer here to do some like promo photos for the event. Just playing little seeds. It's like. <laughs> Zach's getting ideas now. Zach knows what to do. David. Zach, are you fucking, are you getting nervous? Like, are you kind of like, it's almost time. It's almost time for my alarm because we have a 12 o'clock game tomorrow. 
Oof. Oh, no. And then, wait, wait, wait. On Thursday, 11 o'clock start with a doubleheader. Oh, the kids' day. Yeah. It's gross. Education cool. day at the ballpark. That should be illegal. That's why I'm nervous. The Cubbies actually have a Sunday night baseball game this week against, this week? Uh, against the Dodgers. Whoa. We got Sunday night baseball. How about this scheduling for the old Cubbies? Cubbies have had a tough run on the schedule. Cubbies have Sunday night baseball against the Dodgers. Then we have to board a plane to fly to the West Coast to San Diego to play a Monday night game in San Diego. Also, Sunday night baseball is going to be a little chilly in Chicago. Are you Tuesday, mic'd up? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I am not. I'm actually, I think I'm mic'd up tomorrow for Marquee, but I do not believe I'm. No, no. The, I'm talking about the real, the real game, the ESPN no. one. Of all the guys that they could choose to do the two-way on Sunday night, I don't think I'm getting the nod there. Who did who'd they nominate on Sunday night? Probably somebody from the Dodgers. They probably That's picked freaked. probably Mookie. No, it could be Freddie. Could be Freddie. That's so Freddie. I don't know. It could be like half their roster. If only we had a research team to find out. Yeah, he's sleeping in a submarine. <laughs> submarine Tom. Submarine Tom, do you have anything else that you, we should talk what about? What do you got on Manscaped? You know what I need what, to talk about? What do you about? think about you know, Manscaped? Yeah, you know, that's what I need to talk about. I need to talk about Manscaped. And I got a text the other day from a friend who said, what's your code? And I, you know what I said? I said our code's compound at manscaped.com to get 20% off plus free shipping. And I was so excited that somebody was going to use our code. Because you can get the lawnmower 4.0 that has the light. I don't know if you know that. It has the light. And you can get some exfoliator, some gel. You can get their ultra smooth package because it's back. And you can get 20% off with code compound at manscaped.com. What, what do you got about the ultra smooth package? Do you use the ultra smooth package? I do. I like it. It's awesome. It's got the LED light. light on the razor. There's a light. Mm-hmm. Ultra smooth. Code compound, 20% off. It is Justin Turner mic'd up, by the way. I just looked it up. Yep. That makes sense. Hey, that's an incentive to get to third base. And then, hear me out, you get to third and you say, hey, Justin, you ever heard of Manscaped? Ever heard of the compound? Ever heard of 20% off? Plus free shipping? Plus free shipping? Ever heard of it? And you're like, oh, shit, I didn't know you were mic'd up. My bad. I also... I think we're on to something. And then invite him on. Fuck. I had someone text me the other day and asked me what our uh, code was for uh, Athletic Greens, and he asked he asked what percent I got, and we get twenty. He's like, "Oh, it's the same thing I get through my agency." I go, "Yeah, but like, use code Compound." What is this called? Yeah, you wouldn't know, Zach. You never got it. Uh, Ian hasn't even been sniffed by it. I have gotten two packages, so thank you, Tom. Much appreciated. I just drank some today. It's very good. You should go go grab mine from from my locker in Arizona, huh? If it's in your locker, I'll actually go steal it because I drink. It should it. be there. Um, I'll go take a peek. The only people over there are like Manny and Adbert and Big Wick. Yeah, go ask somebody over there for it. Sloan screen time, so Sloan screen time, so Zach can get up for his noon game. Yeah, but like, where's my Hit where's my? I have the shaker. I got everything else, but like, where's mine? It's coming. It's coming. Oh. I told no, you. No, no, no. Don't worry about it. 
Yeah, Zach, you believe that, right? Zach, you believe Listen, that. Listen, Tom, 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 Tom. You've been nothing but great to us. You've spoken nothing but truthful words. I believe you. You gave me no reason not to believe you, brother. I hate that comment. I know that's all fucking bullshit, but I don't know why. Oh. That, should be, that should be truthful because that's all true. Well, but Tom, it would be truthful if I like, woke up every morning. True. If I woke up every morning and had my athletic greens, it would be truthful. Can I just say about I personally didn't pack it. And my friend, yeah, you know, I got people trying, wanting to try it. People who who are mad at me because I'm, I'm. Leave me alone. What's your screen time? What's your your phone screen time? Go find a sleep, slowed flushing. Leave me alone. He's rattled. These guys are rattled. We got to travel. We got no possession. No possession going that way. (laughs) Yeah. Whoa, the middle finger. This is on camera. That's it. We'll see ya. I would like to say, fucking kids here. Before I say my screen time presented by Sloan, if you need, if you need to flush or wash your hands without touching anything, need something automatic. No poop. Go to Sloan. Hit him up on the hands. Sloan Valve. My screen time today, a little bit, a little bit messed up. You know why? Still haven't gone to the bathroom in Toledo yet. Haven't done it. Won't do it. You know why mine's a little messed up? It's because. I was doing something today. I needed to turn my my uh, brightness display thing so it didn't turn off. And I left it on by accident. I realized halfway through the day that I was not, when I didn't lock my phone, it wouldn't shut off. And I thought to myself, you know I thought, shit, did you ask for an excuse? Did you ask for an excuse? Time out, time out, time out, time out, Dakota, Dakota, Dakota. I believe it. Like, 100%. Why this, this podcast is so good? Because guys like Tom and Ian, we know they don't lie, you yeah. know? We know they would never lie. You know, we have no reason to not believe them. Like that happened, Ian. Ian, we know that happened. It's okay. Listen, Ian, Ian, from the bottom of my heart, I believe you. Tom, my athletic greens are on the way. Listen, I get it. I believe you guys. Come on. I will start. My Sloan screen time is five hours and ten minutes. Fucking bullshit. He still beat me. Shut the fuck up. 518. 530. Wait, no. Uh 533. Tom? Tom? I respect that. What is it? Eight hours and fifteen. Oh god. Go touch some grass, Tom. Jeez. Get out of the office every once in a while. There's beautiful parties there. Walk around, smell the flowers. What do you say, Tom? You said you would, but we had to record at midnight. Is that what you said? I couldn't hear you. <laughs> Tom's, Tom doesn't care what time we record right now. Tom's so fired up about the Yanks and their win streak. He doesn't care. Go Tigers. What do you, what, you guys got anything else before we let the people go? Episode 108 of the Compound Cub, Podcast. Cub, Cub. Parse, Ram, I love Parse. You love Parse. Rum, rum, rum. Oh. Cubbies need a win tomorrow. That's all I'll say. Cubbies need a W. Hey, you don't have a lot of must wins in, uh, must wins in May. Cubbies need a couple before the end of the week, huh? Tough, uh, tough L for Scotty Efros to take today. Two unearned runs and uh, takes a loss. They're both unearned. Yeah. Wait, did he get the loss? Good. He started the game and gave up two runs, and they never Dang, tied he did. He did get the loss, but I'm glad those runs were unearned because he threw better than to have more runs yeah. put up on his name. Oh yeah, dude, he's got a one five nine. The guy's nasty. Disgusting. And the and the runs that he let up, the runs that he allowed, were soft. Yeah, he's gross. He's the man. But shout he's out Scotty to Scotty Efros. He's friend of the pod, and he's not afraid to throw in any situation. That yeah. episode, you know what? He's scheduled rotation-wise. He should be there Sunday night. 
Just saying. Hey. Let the guy go. He can give you nine. I don't care. Go out there until the arm falls off. He did yep. say he threw like five in Iowa. Yeah, that was hey, back he when he was over the top, though, I think. Or no. No, so, he was hey. down. Yeah. He, yeah, he can do it. Let him go. I think I'm, I think I'm down for it. I'll, you know what? Hey, I'll make a call. I'll, I'll get it done. No, you know what? I'll call Jed. We'll get it done. Scotty's cool. starting Sunday night. Heard it here first. Scotty oh, you know us. what, Tom? If you want to reroute my athletic greens to Scott, he might need him before the game on Sunday if he's going to start. You think yours are in the mail? That's crazy. Well, no, no, no. Like, if he wants to, you know, if if, if and when he ships him out, he can ship him to, to Addison. He enclosed the episode. He might also reroute the uh, Tops NFTs and the Manscaped to trimmer with the light. That's episode 108 of the Compound Podcast presented by Parse Rub. Send Scotty F. Russ and Parse. We'll see you next week. Do you think anybody listens to this part of the... <laughs> I hope so. It's usually the best part.